Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. John Milton, Paradise Lost, Book 7, Lines 216 through 448. God the Son, the Eternal Word, continues the act of creation. Silence, ye troubled waves, and thou deep, peace, said the omnific word, your discord end, nor stayed, but on the wings of cherubim uplifted, in paternal glory rode far into chaos, and the world unborn, for chaos heard his voice, him all his train followed in bright procession to behold creation and the wonders of his might. Then stayed the fervid wheels, and in his hand he took the golden compasses, prepared in God's eternal store, to circumscribe this universe and all created things. One foot he centered, and the other turned round through the vast profundity obscure, and said, Thus far extend. Thus far thy bounds. This be thy just circumference, O world. Thus God the heaven created, thus the earth, matter unformed and void. Darkness profound covered the abyss, but on the watery calm his brooding wings the Spirit of God outspread, and vital virtue infused, and vital warmth throughout the fluid mass. But downward purged the black Tartarius cold infernal dregs, adverse to life. Then founded, then conglobed like things to like, the rest to several place disparted, and between spun out the air, and earth self-balanced on her center hung. Let there be light, said God, and forthwith light ethereal, first of things, quintessence pure sprung from the deep, and from her native east to journey through the airy gloom began, sphered in a radiant cloud, for yet the sun was not. She in a cloudy tabernacle sojourned the while. God saw the light was good, and light from darkness by the hemisphere divided, light the day, and darkness night, he named. Thus was the first day even and morn, nor passed uncelebrated, nor unsung by the celestial choirs, when orient light, exhaling first from darkness they beheld. Birthday of heaven and earth. With joy and shout the hollow universal orb they filled, and touched their golden harps, and hymning praise God and his works. Creator hymn they sung, both when first evening was, and when first morn. Again, God said, Let there be firmament amid the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament, expanse of liquid pure, transparent, elemental air, diffused in circuit to the uttermost convex of this great round, partition firm and sure. The waters underneath from those above dividing. For as earth, 
So he the world built on circumfluous waters calm, in wide crystalline ocean, and the loud misrule of chaos far removed, lest fierce extremes contiguous might distemper the whole frame. And heaven he named the firmament. So even and morning chorus sung the second day. The earth was formed, but in the womb as yet of waters, embryon immature involved, appeared not. Over all the face of earth, main ocean flowed, not idle, but with warm prolific humor softening all her globe, fermented the great mother to conceive, satiate with genial moisture, when God said, Be gathered now, ye waters under heaven, into one place, and let dry land appear. Immediately the mountains huge appear emergent, and their broad bare backs upheave into the clouds. Their tops ascend the sky, so high as heaved the tumid hills, so low down sunk a hollow bottom broad and deep, capacious bed of waters. Thither they hasted, with glad precipitance uprolled, as drops on dust conglobing from the dry. Part rise in crystal wall, or ridge direct, for haste. Such flight the great command impressed on the swift floods. As armies at the call of trumpet, for of armies thou hast heard, troop to their standard. So the watery throng, wave rolling after wave, where way they found. If steep, with torrent rapture, if through plain, soft ebbing. Nor withstood them rock or hill, but they, or underground, or circuit wide, with serpent error wandering, found their way. And on the washy ooze deep channels wore, easy, ere God had bid the ground be dry. All but within those banks where rivers now stream, and perpetual draw their humid train, the dry land, earth, and the great receptacle of congregated waters, he called seas, and saw that it was good, and said, Let the earth put forth the verdant grass, herb yielding seed, and fruit tree yielding fruit after her kind, whose seed is in herself upon the earth. He scarce had said, when the bare earth, till then desert and bare, unsightly, unadorned, brought forth the tender grass, whose verdure clad her universal face with pleasant green. Then herbs of every leaf, that sudden flowered opening their various colors, and made gay her bosom, smelling sweet. And, these scarce blown, forth flourished thick the clustering vine. Forth crept the swelling gourd, upstood the corny reed embattled in her field, and the humble shrub, and bush with frizzled hair implicit. Last rose, as in dance, the stately trees, and spread their branches hung with copious fruit, or gemmed their blossoms. With high woods the hills were crowned, with tufts the valley, and each fountain side. With borders long the rivers, that earth now seemed like to heaven, a seat where gods might dwell, or wander with delight, and love to haunt her sacred shades. Though God had yet not reigned upon the earth, 
and man to till the ground none was. But from the earth a dewy mist went up, and watered all the ground, and each plant of the field, which, ere it was in the earth, God made, and every herb before it grew on the green stem, God saw that it was good. So even and morn recorded the third day. Again the Almighty spake, Let there be lights high in the expanse of heaven, to divide the day from night, and let them be for signs, for seasons, and for days, and circling years. And let them be for lights, as I ordain their office in the firmament of heaven, to give light on the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, great for their use to man, the greater to have rule by day, the less by night all turn, and made the stars, and set them in the firmament of heaven to illuminate the earth, and rule the day in their vicissitude, and rule the night, and light from darkness to divide. God saw, surveying his great work, that it was good. For of celestial bodies first the sun, a mighty sphere he framed, unlightsome first, though of ethereal mold. Then formed the moon globos, and every magnitude of stars, and sowed with stars the heaven, thick as a field. Of light by far the greater part he took, transplanted from her cloudy shrine, and placed in the sun's orb, made porous to receive and drink the liquid light. Firm to retain her gathered beams, great palace now of light. Hither, as to their fountain, other stars repairing in their golden urns draw light, and hence the morning planet gilds her horns. By tincture or reflection they augment their small peculiar. Though from human sight so far remote, with diminution seen, first in his east the glorious lamp was seen, regent of day, and all the horizon round invested with bright rays, jocund to run his longitude through heaven's high road. The gray dawn and the Pleiades before him danced, shedding sweet influence. Less bright the moon, but opposite in leveled west was set, his mirror, with full face borrowing her light from him. For other light she needed none in that aspect and still that distance keeps till night. Then in the east her turn she shines, resolved on heaven's great axle, and her reign with thousand lesser lights dividual holes, with thousand thousand stars that then appeared spangling the hemisphere. Then first adorned with their bright luminaries that set and rose, glad evening and glad morn, crowned the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters generate reptile with spawn abundant, living soul, and let fowl fly above the earth with wings displayed on the open firmament of heaven. And God created the great whales, and each soul living, each that crept, which plenteously the waters generated by their kinds, and every bird of wing after his kind, and saw that it was good, and blessed them, saying, be fruitful, multiply, and in the seas and lakes and running streams the waters fill, and let the fowl be multiplied on the earth. Forthwith the sounds and seas, each creek and bay, 
with fry innumerable swarm, and shoals of fish that with their fins and shining scales glide under the green wave in skulls that oft bank the mid-sea, part single, or with mate, graze the seaweed their pasture, and through groves of coral stray, or, sporting with quick glance, show to the sun their waved coats dropped with gold, or in their pearly shells at ease, attend moist nutriment, or under rocks their food, in jointed armor watch, on smooth the seal, and bended dolphins play, part huge of bulk wallowing unwieldy, enormous in their gait, tempest the ocean, there leviathan, hugest of living creatures, on the deep stretched, like a promontory sleeps or swims, and seems a moving land, and at his gills draws in, and at his trunk spouts out a sea. Meanwhile, the tepid caves and fens and shores, their brood as numerous hatch from the egg that soon bursting with kindly rupture forth disclosed their callow young. But feathered soon in fledge, they summed their pens, and, soaring the air sublime, with clang despised the ground, under a cloud in prospect. There the eagle and the stork, on cliffs and cedar tops their eyries build. Part loosely wing the region, part more wise in common, ranged in figure, wedge their way, intelligent of seasons, and set forth their airy caravan, high over seas flying, and over lands, with mutual wing easing their flight. So steers the prudent crane her annual voyage, borne on winds, the air floats as they pass, fanned with unnumbered plumes. From branch to branch the smaller birds with song solace the woods, and spread their painted wings till even. Nor then the solemn nightingale ceased warbling, but all night tuned her soft lays. Others, on silver lakes and rivers, bathed their downy breasts. The swan with arched neck between her white wings mantling proudly, rose her state with oary feet. Yet oft they quit the dank, and rising on stiff pennons, tower the mid-aerial sky. Others on ground walked firm, the crested cock, whose clarion sounds the silent hours, and the other whose gay train adorns him, colored with the florid hue of rainbows and starry eyes. The waters thus with fish replenished, and the air with fowl, evening and morn solemnized the fifth day. Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free, tis the gift to come down where we ought to be, and when we find ourselves in the place just right, t'will be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we will not be ashamed. To turn, turn, will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right.